David Brooks, the New York Times columnist, writes in a new book called The Social Animal about the power of the unconscious mind. The research shows us we don't have one core self. We have multiple selves that are aroused by different contexts. I think the president is, has more core selves than even most of us. Really? I think he has many, many people, many people aroused by different contexts. And I think the strength is he always has the ability to look at his other selves. Mm-hmm. And they're all authentic. I'm not saying it's fake. No. Uh, and sort of judge. And Which that. one is appropriate for this moment? Or just did that one screw up? David Brooks for the hour. Next. Studios in New York City. This is Charlie Rose. David Brooks is here. He has been an op-ed columnist for the New York Times since 2003. Every Friday he appears on the PBS NewsHour to put Washington in perspective. But his career started because William F. Buckley thought he was funny. A parody he wrote of Buckley led to a job at National Review. At the New York Times, his columns are studies in a moderate brand of conservatism founded on thinkers of the British Enlightenment. Some like to call him the liberals' favorite conservative. He likes to say that being a conservative columnist at the Times is like being the chief rabbi of Mecca. He is also a best-selling author of books that tell us things we don't know about ourselves and our culture, like Bobo's in Paradise, the new upper class, and how they got there. In recent years, his interest in neuroscience and the unconscious has crept into his columns. We all know the feeling that when we begin to open the paper and see that today, David Brooks is writing about what really interests him, what he calls the enchanted realm of the unconscious mind. There's a new book out that reflects this passion. It is called The Social Animal, The Hidden Sources of Love, Character, and Achievement. I am very pleased to have David Brooks back at this table. Welcome. Great to be with you again. The social animal. Yeah, we're not rational animals. <laughs> we, you know, we, this is an assault on rationality? <laughs> no, we're both. We're rational and emotional. But, you know, uh, I live in a world, I live in the most emotionally avoidant city on earth in Washington. Yes, indeed, yes. And, and I've been living with all these policy failures. And so I covered the Soviet Union, and we sent economists there. And we were oblivious to the lack of social trust. That was a real problem. We covered Iraq. We sent military folks there, oblivious to the culture. Cover education. Every, for the last 30 years, we've been rearranging the schools, but never in the way that touches the real subject, which is the emotional bond between a teacher and a student. And so for all this time, we've had a bunch of policies based on a false and shallow view of human nature. And then I look over at this other world, neuroscience, cognitive science, behavioral economics, and they're giving us something deeper. And so I said, I want to figure out.